Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, The Key to the Book of Revelation. Sometimes people hide the key to their house by the back door. Sometimes they hide it near the front door. Some books have the key to understanding given toward the back of the book. An example would be the Gospel of John, where John gives his purpose statement for writing at the back of the book as seen in John 20, 30, and 31. In contrast, we have the key to the book of Revelation near the front door, at the beginning of the book, as found in Revelation 1.19. This verse is indeed key to properly understanding the contents of the book. Revelation 1.19 says, Write the things which you have seen, the things which are, and the things which will take place after this. John is told to write the things which relate to three different spheres, namely the past, the present, and the future. What John had just seen in Revelation 1, 1 through 18, was a vision of the eternal Christ. That relates to the past. The things which are relates to the present tense church age, as presented in Revelation 2 and 3. And the things after this pertains to the things which will transpire in the future following the church age, as seen in Revelation 4 through 22. Hence, Revelation 1.19, in effect, provides an inspired outline for the contents of the book of Revelation. Have seen, past, vision of Christ, chapter 1. Which are, present, church age, chapters 2 and 3. After this, future, post-church age, chapters 4 through 22. Lehman Strauss says, quote, these three divisions are clear, and they do not overlap. Each division is complete in itself and distinct from the other two. This is God's own division of the book. Hold fast to it, and you cannot go astray in your quest to understand its meaning. Do not at any time lift events from one division and attempt to place them in another. End quote. Revelation 1.19 provides the key, the inspired outline, to properly understanding the book of Revelation, in that it presents a chronological structure. It's noteworthy that the phrase, after this, Greek meta-tata, in 1.19, is the exact same phrase in 4.1 that begins the futuristic section following the church age. So note that. Revelation 1.19, write the things which you have seen, the things which are, and the things which will place, and the things which will take place after this. The Greek is meta tauta. And then in Revelation 4.1, it begins after these things. That's the Greek phrase, the same Greek phrase, meta tauta. After these things I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. Same Greek phrase. After these things denotes a time sequence following the church age, as just discussed at length in chapters 2 and 3. The words church or churches are not found mentioned again until chapter 22 where Christ makes a postscript statement in relation to the church. It therefore follows that chapters 2 and 3 represent not only local churches, but the church age in general, which, ha 
which has now chronologically come to a close. Paul Benware says, quote, This vision took place after these things, that is, after the events related to the churches. Compare 4.1 with 1.19. Apparently, we are to understand that the events of chapters 4 through 22 take place after Christ's dealings with the church. This suggests that the church is removed from the earth before the time of judgment, the tribulation, begins. End quote. John Walbert says, Confusion in the interpretation of Revelation stems almost entirely from the failure to observe this divine outline, 119. The opening of chapter 4 with the phrase, after this, referring to the churches, should make it clear that from chapter 4 on, the book of Revelation is dealing with future events. One of the important conclusions in prophecy is the concept that the church composed of the saved of this present age will be in heaven, while the events of the tribulation and of the end time take place. This is exactly what is described in Revelation 4 and 5. End quote. What we find in this chronological inspired outline of Revelation 19 is that the church is dealt with prior to the tribulation period. The church age relates to the present things, which are, in distinction to the tribulation events, which will take place in the future after this. Thus, the very structure of the book of Revelation is completely consistent with the pre-tribulational hope of Christ's imminent coming for the church found throughout the New Testament. The church is never told to look for the signs of the tribulation period, but instead is exhorted to look for the coming of Christ. This is consistently presented as the ongoing imminent hope and expectation of the church. Truth remains locked in darkness until the proper key opens understanding. A significant key to properly understanding the book of Revelation is interpreting it, interpreting it consistent with the inspired outline given in Revelation 119. Keep the things which are church age truth distinct from the things which will take place after this. In doing so, you will be rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Maranatha, our Lord comes, perhaps today. Live ready. Lord, indeed, we thank you for the truth of the scriptures. And uh, in order to get it right, uh, we have to uh, take you at your word in terms of even how you have told us to take it. In, in this case, in the book of Revelation, making the clear distinctions between the things which are and the things which will take place after this. And after dealing with the church 19 times, the word church stated in chapters 2 and 3 of Revelation. And then after this, it's not dealt with at all in the tribulation period. Just not mentioned. Uh, doesn't apply to the church. So Lord, help us to make the proper distinctions. Help us to rightly divide the word of truth, and so be approved as workers who do not need to be ashamed. Lord, use us for your glory today. Help us to live ready. I pray in Christ's name. Amen.